Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Grammar Girl here. Recently, a listener named Harrison wrote in to ask me about something I'd never heard about called hashtag rap. Here's an example from the rapper Drake, who's known for using this kind of rap style. One line from his song Over goes like this. I could teach you how to speak my language, comma, Rosetta Stone. He's not saying that Rosetta Stone is the name of the language he speaks. If he were, we'd classify Rosetta Stone as in a positive phrase. He's also not addressing a listener named Rosetta Stone. If he were, we'd classify Rosetta Stone as a noun of direct address. What he's doing is throwing in the name of the famous tablet that enabled archaeologists to decipher the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. Or more likely, he means the language learning software company by the same name. It doesn't seem to have any particular connection to the rest of the sentence, other than that the idea of teaching a language reminded him of it. So how did this get the name hashtag rap? And has this kind of sentence begun to creep into ordinary spoken English? Well, an article on the website policymike.com gives a concise history of hashtag rap. The name was coined by Kanye West in an interview in 2010, and he also claimed to have invented the style. Other rappers took exception to this claim, and the PolicyMike article even provides an example of what they consider hashtag rap from 2004, from the rapper Killa Cam. Other artists who are known for using hashtag rap include Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, and Ludacris. But even though he didn't invent it, Kanye West's name is the one that's stuck. In the interview, he said that hashtag rap is, quote, what we call it when you take the like or as out of a metaphor, unquote. But whoa, hold on there for a minute. Any fifth grader who paid attention during language arts lessons knows that metaphors don't use like or as. It's similes that West was thinking of. So let's rephrase his claim. Hashtag rap is either a simile minus the like or as, or an ordinary metaphor. Is this accurate? As far as I can tell, not really. In Drake's Rosetta Stone example, I guess you could say Drake was comparing himself to the Rosetta Stone. But in other examples of hashtag rap, it's difficult to insist that a comparison is going on. The example that Kanye West gave was from his rap called Barry Bonds, and it goes, here's another hit, Barry Bonds. If we were to fully expand out the thought, it might be something like a hit, but not like the kind that Barry Bonds hits when he's at bat. In other words, you could argue that it's really the opposite of a comparison. I'd just call it a pun. Another way that hashtag rap is different from metaphor is that metaphors are an integral part of a sentence. 
In the kind of metaphors you learned about in school, they're the complement of the verb be, as in, my love is a rock, an immovable force, which I took from the REO Speedwagon song, Love is a Rock. Other metaphors don't need be or any verb at all, and these are integral parts of a sentence, too. They fly completely under our radar, showing up in terms like fiscal cliff or idioms such as the balls in your court. In fact, I used a metaphor when I said that metaphors fly under the radar. You might even call this use of radar a dead metaphor. But metaphors like these are so pervasive in language that the linguist Guy Deutscher says that language itself is, quote, a reef of dead metaphors, unquote. A metaphor about metaphors. I guess that would be a meta-metaphor. In any case, these metaphors that make up so much of language aren't extra phrases dangling off the end of a sentence. They're subjects, objects, and predicates, and even prepositions, prefixes, and suffixes if they're really old and very dead. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. But enough about whether hashtag rap is a kind of metaphor. What about the name, hashtag? That goes back to the developing use of hashtags in social media. A hashtag is a word or phrase preceded by the character variously known as the hash, pound sign, number sign, tic-tac-toe board, or even octothorpe, and its original use on Twitter was to make a topic easily searchable. Hashtags have been used this way since at least 1992, but Twitter seems to be where they began to expand their function in the direction that gives us hashtag rap. Susan Orlean wrote about this in a post from 2010 in her blog on the New Yorker website, saying, quote, hashtags have undergone mission creep and now do all sorts of interesting things. Frequently, they're used to set apart a side commentary on tweets, unquote. She notes that the lack of spaces in hashtags make them look like they're, quote, being muttered into a handkerchief, unquote. To me, they sound like the kind of muttered phrase that Kevin Nielsen's Mr. Subliminal character on Saturday Night Live would insert into his conversations. This use of hashtags to insert commentary is the one that inspired Kanye West to give the name hashtag rap to the kind of humorous punning phrases at the end of a line of rap, even though they're not even written with a hash sign. The absence of hash signs makes sense, given that hashtag rap has been around since before Twitter existed. However, even if Twitter hashtags can't be credited for the rise of hashtag rap, 
Twitter users' expanded use of hashtags has had an influence on spoken language. Speakers will sometimes even pronounce the word hashtag in order to introduce a snarky comment about something. To finish, let's go back to Harrison's original question, which I never actually stated. He wrote that he and his peers in their 20s tended to use, in their writing, this kind of construction seen on Twitter and heard in some rap songs. And he wondered if there was a name for it. The short answer is, I don't think a name exists yet. But if so, it's gone without a name for quite a while. As Mark Liberman noted on the language log post about hashtags, quote, People have been using single words and short phrases for quasi-parenthetical commentary, ironic or otherwise, more or less forever, unquote. Do you say hashtag out loud, or do you use hashtags in your writing the way that Harrison is asking about? Tell us about it in the comments on this article at quickanddirtytips.com. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who blogs about linguistics at literalminded.wordpress.com and is a regular columnist for the online resource Visual Thesaurus. Finally, I'm delighted to announce that iTunes named Grammar Girl one of the best classic podcasts of 2013. It's a real honor, and I am enormously grateful to you, the listeners. Without you, there is no podcast. I'm also grateful to all the people behind the scenes, including the people on the Quick and Dirty Tips team at Macmillan in New York, my assistant in Reno, Ashley Dodge, the ad brokers and sponsors who make this show possible, and the guest writers who help me keep this show interesting after all these years. That's all. Thanks for listening. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 